are you? Good. Long time no see. Yeah, man. How are you? Good. You've been doing all right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Are you back up in New York now or are you still out west? No, I'm in Arizona. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm in, I'm, uh, I live outside of Phoenix. Yeah. You've been out there for a while, right? About six years. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you uh how did you go about recording this record then? Has everybody come out back and forth or how did you do it during this pandemic? <laughs> no, man, we uh we did it all separately. So um basically uh um Jason uh the, the guitar players would send me riffs and then I would kinda go through the riffs and kinda put them together. Um and then um and then we would decide on like, okay, you know, do it. I, I'd sit with it for, uh, you know, a few days and listen to it over and over again. I go, okay, I'm going to make this the verse, this the chorus. And then uh, go, you know, do it eight times, do this four times. Right. And then, and then just kind of, and then we'd go back and forth. And then um, the guitar player, Jay would, uh, Velez would um, create a click track. Um, so there was a click track to uh, the bass of the song. So then the um, drummer, uh, we would fly him the files, and he would go into a studio with, because um, uh, Jay Velez lives in Florida, so Jay Trent yeah, would go in. Right. So, and uh, basically, uh, we would, uh, the two, uh, Jay uh, Trenzer would get with um, uh, Yules and drummer, and um, they'd track the drums, and then they would track the guitars, and then the bass, and then they give it to me. And then um, I was been working with uh, with Mike Gilbert from Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. So he has a he's got a studio here. So I, for a while, I was doing it in my house myself. Um, but it was really hard to like uh, push the buttons and do the get into mindset to do the vocals. Right. Um, I could I could pull it off, but it, it sounded uh, so much better. With Mike doing the uh, with Mike doing the controls, yeah. So um, basically, so that's how we did it. And then we just flew everything. I did fly out uh, for uh, a video shoot, and we have another video shoot we're doing. And I did. I've flown out there a couple times, and just you know, I hung out one day. I, I flew to New York, and uh, I just hung out for like five hours. So actually, oh, really? Uh, smoked, yeah, we smoked a cigar, hung out. Laughed a bunch and then I flew home. Yeah, I happened to be there for something else that I happened to. So um, it's been a real remote. And then, you know, I haven't seen Zeus in, you know, two and a half years. So I've just been just flying him all the files and then he's been mixing it as we've been going along. So, um, and then, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's not the ideal situation. Right. But I think we've made the best of it and I think we've uh, pulled it off. So, that's so I'm I'm assuming it's different than the way you normally work, right? So, yeah, normally more, I would uh, you be in a room, be in together. A room together, right? Yeah. So my, everyone show up with some reps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my next question is then: Do you think that changes the outcome of the record because it's not as organic as it would be if you were? F- that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I think you know what, man. I, I think it makes it. Uh, I guess there's less less fluid in it. You know what I mean? I, it's, I don't know. We never really made up stuff as we were like we would do it in rehearsal and we would kind of work out stuff, rehearsing the songs. 
Um, but a lot of times, like we were doing the music, we would we would put the music together, right. and I would just I wouldn't um I wouldn't uh, I didn't have lyrics until it was pretty much I, it, 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 they were sporadic. But what I would do is I'd kind of like I would just mumble along. You know what I mean? Like so a melody or something. Just yeah. Try, just come up with a melody, and then once I have the melody, I would fill in the, the lyrics later. Um, I kind of always write lyrics. I kind of always have the notes on me, a notepad or a notebook, and I kind of... Is it too loud in here? It's loud, but we can get away with it. You know what I mean? I'll go outside. Everybody sucks here. They used to be cool. <laughs> and then they're not, no. <laughs> it was quiet all day, and then you call me, and then everyone starts... Bunch of old fuckers. Hmm. Yeah. Did I lose you? So, there you go. I'm at a little bar. As well. All right, yeah. So I was at a little bar in my house, and I'm uh, having a cigar. And, uh, oh, no worries. So anyway. So um, where were we? Let's, let's so, yeah, so third record for Generation Kill. Do you find it difficult not writing the same record or doing things a little differently? I think, let me just back up for a second. I think this one, or at least the song I've heard, has a lot more punky, hardcore stuff to it than the other one. If, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's my first. Yeah, on. man. So, yeah. So, uh, so the, the last one, I didn't want to just do an Exodus record because I was still an Exodus at the time. So it didn't make much sense. I mean, to, I mean, so I kind of want to expand on what, what, you know, what, what I can do or not what I can do, but what's what I enjoy. You know sure. what I mean? And, um, so I'm a huge fan of, uh, there's a few records that modeled, I would say modeled my life. And one of them was Queen News of the World, which if you ever listen to that record, no song is the same. They are all completely different. And that record, and I think um, Sad Wings of Destiny. Yes. It, um, because because it, was, it was like this ride of going up and down, and it had piano and mellow and heavy as fuck, and then it had mellow again, and it was just so dynamic. And I, I thought that the last record, when I sat down with Zeus and I told him what I wanted to do, and I said, this is the record I want to do, and he was like, all for it. And we were like, yeah, this okay, so we're going to do that. And we're going to try to expand on some things that, that uh, you know, because I didn't, you know, in Exodus, it's just thrash, so I didn't right. really get to do anything else. So to, to have the freedom to kind of do that was really cool. And then on this record, um, you know, we kind of did, a, we did a lot. We did, because I'm not in Exodus anymore, obviously. Right. So I, I got to do some thrash. I did get to do some fucking weird, epic, cool shit, kind of toolish and, uh, you know, kind of weird and cool. And then I did some other stuff that was just rock, you know, just straight up rock songs. And then I, you know, and then I got some more thrash. So it's a mixture of all three. Um, but I, I think we went a little more heavier on this uh, than the last track we left. We only did one, one song that was really, maybe two songs that were weird. And the rest kind of fit the mold of thrash and heavy rock. Right. So, you know, but it's actually was, it wasn't really, we didn't, we didn't have like a plan. Right. Just ended up that way. You know what I mean? So it just happened. Right. So lyrically, lyrically, you're uh, on point again and full of, uh, full of venom, I would say. Is that more of a message or is that more of a catharsis, do you think? Or both? 
It's just what I read, dude. I, I read constantly. You know what I mean? I, I don't uh, – I watch TV, but I watch hockey. But, I, right. I, you know, I, I don't really watch TV that often. I watch By the way, go Isles. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> <son>. <laughs> you fucking. Uh, if I could have the – and Montreal lose, it would be fucking great. Fucking bunch of fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, – well, I forgot what I was saying. You threw me off. Oh, sorry. Go, go Isles is what I said. <laughs> no, before that, you fucking dummy. Ah. I've never been Fuck called it. a fucking dummy in an interview before. That's great. Uh, no, we were talking about lyrics. What you oh, read. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, you know, so I just, I read a lot, and I, I don't really watch TV that often. Um, and, you know, um, so... That being said, I'm always reading different kinds of books. Sometimes they're history, sometimes they're fiction, sometimes they're nonfiction. I come all over the map with that. And I had a few books in my uh, in my repertoire that I just kind of was reading, and I kind of got stuck on the idea. Um, the 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 best book that I've read in years uh, is a book called Chaos by Tom O'Neill, um, and uh, it's a brilliant book. It's about the the CIA, it's about MPUltra, uh, COINTELPRO, it's about uh, secret programs. The government was using drugs to try to make super soldiers and ensuring candidates. So that led me down a rabbit hole of, uh, of uh, you know, um, just some weird, true stuff that's happened. Right. So that was like a running theme in, my, in the lyrics. And then I, I kind of, at one point, I, I read a book um, about... Uh, um, Vlad the Impaler, and then I listened to, uh, you ever listen to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History? No. Oh, well, it's a, it's a really cool podcast. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a class on, on, you just, you listen to a guy tell you the history of something. And, right. and it, it, you know, and when I'm at work, I put in my earbuds and I work, I do my, I, I, I'm a mechanic and I right. store cars and I just focus on what I'm doing and I listen to what I'm doing, you know, and I listen. So, Dan did this really cool one on Genghis Khan. So that kind of what started the, the Genghis Khan, Vlad the Impaler, and that's what, that's what Never Relent was about, the first one. Um, the next single is called The Rat King. Um, and basically, I watched uh, that Morgan Spurlock uh, documentary, Rat, on Amazon Prime. And uh, it was so fucking creepy and weird. And as I was watching, I was like, I'm going to write some lyrics about this. So I kind of made some notes and then later on I got the music and I sat down and I, I wrote uh, another uh, song about it, this documentary rats. And then the, uh, another track is called uh, MK ultra, which is the album, which is based on this book by uh, Tom O'Neill. And then it, it set me down a rabbit hole. I've read a few books uh, since about the same subject. Uh, Search for the Manchurian Candidate. It's a real good one. It's from the seventies and, um, it was, it was, you know, the, um, the movie, um, I had, I had seen it, but I didn't really pay attention when it was, when it was happening. And when I read the book, I was blown away by how fucking crazy it was. And oh, really? A, yeah. There's a really good documentary, uh, called, um, by Errol Morris. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's on H it was on HBO. It was a six part series and it was about the original guy from the 50s who was a doctor who they experimented on lsd without him knowing and he um and he had he flipped the fuck out he lost he 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 had a total meltdown 
And uh, what it seems is, and, I, and this is just conjecture on my part, is they, they murdered him so he wouldn't uh, talk because it, it broke him. And he, they threw him out of a 10-story window in New York. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, man, so lyrics come when they come. I mean, I don't, you know, a lot of times I'm uh, inspired in the moment and I'll, uh, I'll either make a note in my phone or a memo or I'll write it down. I have you know, just notebooks and, you know, and, and reading all the time, I, I take notes when I read. So, um, you know, if I'm inspired by that. So. Okay. What was it like working with uh, Gary Holt again? It was great, man. You know, I mean, I talked to Gary this morning, man. We're, uh, you know, me, you know, me, all those guys were all, yeah, we buried all that shit. I mean, I, you know, what was I going to do? Fucking hold on to. Too old for all that there? shit. Yeah. No, man. So we're all brothers. It's friends, man. I'm, we're good. So when I called him up, I said, hey, man, we do a solo. And I, I lost you. You know, so he was like, man, I don't know if I, I said, can fucking tell me. And 15 minutes later, he's like, dude, that song's fucking killer. I'm in. I'm like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> so, uh, so he did that solo. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So then I did it. Uh, I did kind of like a New York hardcore style song i'm not saying it's new york hardcore but it definitely has that kind of feel to it um and when jay sent me the riff i was like oh man this is like this is a fucking chromax riff man i said man i should call john and see if he would john joseph and see if he would sing it and um once again you know we we finished the song i did my part and then i i texted john i was like hey man i got this song you know and he's he's like same as gary he's like i don't know man you know like uh i'm real busy then I sent them the song 10 minutes later. Dude, oh, I'm in. Nice. Killer. Fuck yeah. Oh, that was the great. same kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah just, it, made, it made me feel awesome, man. You know, you know, Gary was awesome. And then and the John, who's like, you know, one of my favorite singers to see live, man. He's so good. And, you yeah. know, uh, Age of Coral such a good fucking record. So, you know, that being said, to have him on my record is a huge honor. And I have, I have one more guest on the record, but I'm, I'm keeping it a surprise because it's, it's pretty fucking amazing that that um, I, I called this guy who's one of my favorite players, my guitar players of all time, not even just like uh, in that, just of all time. Right. And I, I've met him. I met him a couple times and uh, they played with us once. And um, I'm blown away by his, his, his body of work. And I, I just sent him a message and I was like, Hey man. And he was, he was like, yeah. And then, and then I sent him the song and he was like, I'm in a hundred percent. That's and good. he just sent me he sent me the tracks uh yesterday. It was really cool because I saw the he sent me the, the, the individual tracks through uh We Transfer because it was so big. Because right. he's so he was he he liked the song so much he did uh nine tracks. So he guitars? harmonized i try he did nine har, he did harmonies like triple harmonies and right. dude, yeah, I can't wait to for the I can't wait for people to hear it. It's yeah. So okay. that's, a, that's a good feeling. You got all those people uh, jumping on board with you, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, oh. Whoops. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, uh, you know, you live this life once, man. And, then, you know, to make friends in, in this business and then, you know, eventually, like, uh, you know, be out of it for a little bit. But, you know, I've always stayed in touch with people. And, uh, you know, um, I just did call them up for favors you know I, I, I but it's hard living on the west coast and uh all my east coast friends are always and by the time i get out of work it's you know 10 o'clock at night yeah, yeah. on the east coast 
but but even as far yeah, so as but even as far as fans go, I mean, like metal fans and metal fans, they don't care, you know, that you've been absent for a little bit. You're still, you know, part of the scene, right? Yeah, man, it's it's. I'm stoked, man. The, the first video is doing really well. People are really digging it, man. I get a lot of positive feedback and just, hey, man, looks fucking great, and you guys sound fucking killer. I mean, you know, so I can't. Uh, you know, I, I'm very grateful, and I just hope that this can, you know, because we kind of did this on our own dime, you know what I mean? We're, um, so we're kind of hoping that this leads to, um, you know, some tours and then get out and go play in front of people and, right. and, uh, and, and, and you know, show what we can do live because we're a fucking beast live, man. I mean, live, we're no joke, you know, so it's, uh, it's fun as shit. When, is there anything when, sort of on the agenda, or is that too early? Um. I do, we have so we have uh, you know we have management we have PR so it's all being and worked out now that the right. singles are going to drop over the next couple of months then the album's going to drop and then that's going to lead to uh, you know touring and tour gigs and shit like that so you know so by the time you're ready the world should be opened and ready to go yeah man yeah absolutely that's the plan so. I know I know I saw a bunch of announcements this morning from fests uh, over in Europe for next. I guess it'd be next festival. It's 2022, yeah. Hell, Hellfest is crazy. Dude, I mean, I want to go to that just as a fan. Yeah, you oh, know man, it. I was trying to figure out if I could shit. get there. Yeah, that's a yeah. massive lineup. I did. Uh, I thought about it, too. I was like, oh, man, Faith the More and fucking... Uh, just, I mean, everybody's playing. Holy shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I think God, it's pretty much every whoever who's who of anybody is there that chill or that festival. That's the best lineup yeah. I've seen. Well, you know, and the way to Hellfest, that's the best one. So the way Hellfest will usually work was you could play it every other year. They didn't want you every year. They'd give you a year, a little bit of time in between. And I played it twice, and both times it was fucking insane, man. I mean, they were they were starting fires in the pit during our set. And, and <laughs> last time we were there, there was a guy running around with a with a fucking he had a fucking like a road flare, and he was just fucking wet. It was fucking crazy. They had a big fires going. It was crazy. It was that's one of the craziest. Great. Yeah. So. so yeah, I'm looking forward to just, to just to be there. Yeah. It'd be better yeah. if you were playing though, right? And then go hang out in the pit. Oh, that'd be cool. I'll, yeah, I'll play first. I don't give a shit, man. Fuck, man. I played grass pop at eleven AM to fucking fifteen thousand people. Did you I really? was like I we played grass pop and we were the first band to play and Iron Maiden was the last band. So we were the very first band at eleven AM, Generation Kill. And I said, man, we're going to be playing to bales of hay and dirt. Like, there's nobody going to be there. And, uh, but I was like, nah, let's just go out and fucking have fun. And uh, we walk in, we walk around the fucking court into the hallway and walk out onto the stage, and there's fucking 15,000 people inside. Ready to roll. It was fucking amazing. 11 o'clock in the morning. Drinking already, man. Beers. It was fucking. It was that's fucking that's awesome, like the, That's like the 70,000 tons kind of thing, <laughs> yeah, right? Because. Yeah. I mean, 10 o'clock in the morning, there's shows and there's people still drinking from the night before. Yeah, man. And the first, very first 70,000 tons, we played first. And yeah, last. I was there. I met, that's where I met you the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I man. remember you opened it up and it was swaying like a motherfucker. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> and then we played our second set of tuxedos. Yeah. We rented tuxedos on the boat and played our second set. And, you, rented the, uh, wait, you rented them on the boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that wasn't yeah. a planned thing? No, that happened. We we just said, oh, we saw the tuxedo room, and we're like, yeah, let's get tuxedos. And 
when dressed up, we were like, let's be Van Halen. Like, remember when Van Halen did it in that one yeah. video where they do the fucking thing? And so that's what that's what and that's what we did it. I was like, yeah, let's do that. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was planned. That had no idea uh, that that was. No, it's funny. No, not planned. That's all I've got. You covered uh, pretty much. I told Becky I'd keep it 20 minutes. So I thank you for taking yeah, the time, my friend. Yeah, absolutely, my friend. Really good to see you again. Yes. You know, and hopefully I see you in the future. And and listen, man, as as this thing unfolds and this this project, this album comes out and all that, and you know, stay in touch, and we'll we can touch base from now on time, and you know, so yeah. And I always hit you up when I'm working on new films and stuff. So I hope I don't bother yeah. you, but I'll send you some stuff no, as we absolutely. go along and. Absolutely, man. I'm I'm in. I'm always All doing right. weird side projects and shit just to keep myself busy. So, yeah, man. Well, if you ever need music, man, I know I know a guy. <laughs> All right, man. Take care, my friend. All right, be safe. Bro, be good. Later. Man. Bye. Bye. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind, uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little, a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. And my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick, and usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics... Um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot and listen to Axe Grind podcast.